Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, and welcome to episode 226 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Audrey. So today we're talking about tips for a robust, if you will, summer immune system. Because nobody likes to feel sick, right? And this was a conversation we had in the Root Cause, well, in the Women's Wellness Circle, which is a free private Facebook group. You can find it at audreychristie.com forward slash Facebook, but also something we talk about a lot in the Root Cause Revolution membership. You see, nobody likes to get sick, right? But we don't think about it much until we find it coming on. And sometimes I'm guilty of this too. I work really hard to take good care of my human suit, but... Uh, sometimes I don't realize that I have taken a wrong path until I start to feel a cold coming on, right? So then we find ourselves suddenly stocking up on vitamin C and herbal teas and echinacea and trying all the home remedies and all of these things. But the best way to fight off illnesses is to prevent them in the first place. And we can do that by doing some really simple things to boost the immune system. And they're things that once you get started, they become a routine part of your day every day without even thinking of them. So getting enough quality sleep each night is so essential for a healthy immune system. And that's the first thing that we want to do is get enough sleep. Now you can check out lots of previous episodes on sleep. So I'm not going to dive into all the details here. But you do want to get the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep. In the summer, you can get a little bit of leeway because you want to go to bed with the sun and wake up with the sun as much as humanly possible. So that might mean, like here in Texas, it feels like it doesn't get dark until 9 p.m. That might mean that you are going to bed at 9.30 at 10 at night and you're waking up at 6, 6.30 in the morning um, or the best you can with your, you know, responsibilities and schedule. But what you want is, a, is the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep each night. We know for a fact that lack of sleep significantly weakens the immune system. Um, So if you have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, you really want to get on that. Um, Setting up a good nightly routine to relax and prepare for sleep is life changing, as well as getting morning sunlight right into your eyeballs. (laughs) And I'm not suggesting you go stare at the surface of the sun, but getting outside in bright morning light is very beneficial to help you fall asleep. Uh, and stay asleep. And then lastly, making sure that you put your screens away or wear some blue light blocking or blue light protecting glasses um, for at least the last hour before bedtime. Bonus points if you just put those puppies on as soon as it gets dark outside. The next thing I want you to do is eat all of your antioxidants, right? Our bodies need the right fuel to fight off infections. And a big part of that fuel is antioxidants. Now, antioxidants actually kind of, well, they don't kind of, they clear out free radicals from the body. Uh, Those free radicals otherwise cause inflammation and weaken the immune system. So we're looking for things like vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E. Those are really rich antioxidants that can help regulate your immune response. So make sure you're eating all the summer and spring fruits and vegetables, whatever is seasonal in your neck of the woods. So here in Texas, that's berries and cucumbers and squash and peppers. Uh, It is possible to get enough of these through your diet, but if you are already deficient, so if you're somebody who catches every every cold that's sneezed in your direction, uh, then you might have to do some supplementation to get you back to normal levels. Um, Now, this is not 
trying to out supplement a bad diet. That's not what I'm suggesting. But you might have to do some supplementation to get your body out of deficiency so that it can be maintained with food. Okay. The next thing is getting sunshine. Almost everyone I meet is deficient in vitamin D, requiring some kind of supplementation. Now, there are three big mistakes that I see when people are supplementing vitamin D. Number one, they aren't testing twice a year to find out their vitamin D levels. Vitamin D is so important to your mental health, your physical health. I can't understand why people won't spend 30, 40 bucks to get a vitamin D test or ask their doctor for one twice a year. You should really have it around May and October of each year. So you know, going into summer, essentially, you, you know, spring and summer, if you need to supplement through the summer and how much, and then going into fall and winter, you know how much you need to supplement. That's critical, right? That's the first thing I see people not doing. The second thing I see people not doing is not using a supplement that is D3 and K2. You got to have both, okay? And maybe the science will change on that. But the science right now is that if you don't have the K2, you're actually increasing your cardiovascular risks significantly. So D3 and K2. And then the last thing I see people doing wrong is they are trying to or assuming that you're getting enough vitamin D from the sunshine. If you were really, really deficient, even if you tan, sunbathe naked every day, you're probably not going to get those vitamin D levels back up to where they need to be. So you're probably going to want to start with supplementation, but you don't know until you test, right? Now, if you're somebody who has a fairly good tan, who has um, good levels of vitamin D, then you can maintain that without supplementation, particularly in the spring and summer, by doing um, 25 minutes of unmitigated sunshine every single day on as much of your body that is legally allowed to be naked. So you want to make sure that you are getting about 80%. So everything but what is covered by a bikini needs to be in the sunshine. Uh, It needs to be tan and it needs to not have sunscreen on the body. Okay, no sunscreen, not through a window. The third thing is balancing your minerals, particularly your, well, really both your macro and micro minerals. And we talk about this a lot, talk about a lot for equine on my equine energy medicine podcast as well. But balancing your minerals helps to keep the body balanced and the immune system on point. Most of us have a high enough level of stress, our body burns through enough minerals, either, either chronic stress or Uh, stress we put on our body through working out, right, (laughs) that we need some sort of mineral supplementation. If your minerals are imbalanced, then you start a cascade of all sorts of health problems, the least of which is going to be immune system issues. So having balanced minerals is really, really important. Um, One of my favorite ways to test for mineral balance is through a hair tissue mineral analysis test. And we look at both heavy metals that are going to cause your body to draw minerals, as well as your mineral status, and it gives us a much better look than blood levels. So you've probably seen on a complete metabolic profile, your sodium, potassium levels, all of those things. Those can be helpful, but our body is really good at maintaining homeostasis. So if you have been through weeks and weeks and weeks of chronic stress, then your blood levels are still going to be fine because what's your body going to do in order to maintain the levels in your blood? They're going to pull calcium, for example, from your bones to, to bring it to your blood, but you're not testing the calcium in your bones. So we do a hair tissue test because it gives us a much bigger, much longer picture of what your mineral status actually is. The next thing is managing your drainage pathways. And I will put in the show notes, the link to the energy and drainage program, the, um, 
It's a little E-class. It's $25. It will be going, the price will be going up in July. So if you don't have that class, then please, please, please grab it. It is the first step in healing anything. I don't care if it's weight loss, chronic illness, high blood pressure, diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, any autoimmune disease, the first step is energy and drainage. So you want to make sure that you are having two bowel movements a day. That's the very, very first step. That's the bottom of your funnel. If you're not having one to two bowel movements a day, good bowel movements that come fast, that are soft and well-formed, then nothing else in your body is working right, okay? Nothing else. That means you're recirculating toxins, your immune system cannot function correctly. Everything depends and builds on drainage pathways. This is the first step in the order of operations. Um, you can't even get out of fatigue or even sleep well if your drainage pathways aren't open. The next thing is to stop stressing. Easier said than done, right? But implementing meditation twice a day is a good way to do that. We talked about that recently in the Root Cause Revolution membership. Um, stress impacts your me- your mental well-being, but it also takes an enormous toll on your physical health. Things like pulling minerals from the bones if you're stressed, that's a big thing. Um, it really wrecks wreaks havoc on your body and it wrecks your adrenals. It causes chronic low-grade lasting inflammation and the focus of what we're talking about today, a weakened immune system. So it's really important to get to the root of what's causing your stress and find a way to fix it. Okay, find a way to fix it. That is one of the biggest pillars of healing that that I can give you. And it's free. Most of the time it's free to fix, right? The next one is exercise. Exercise is important, but exercising too intensely has the opposite impact on your body. And I see it happen all the time. I work with people all the time. They're exercising five, six days a week, full out, hard, hit workouts, CrossFit, all of these things, boxing. That is not helping your health. You're making it worse. You're making it worse, right? It's good to sweat a little bit every day. It's good to get 10,000 steps a day, but you don't have to go all out every day. In fact, you should not go all out every day. Otherwise, you go from the benefits of exercise, like promoting um, the circulation of your immune cells, lowering inflammation and reducing stress levels to the opposite. You're increasing inflammation. You're causing your body to hold on to weight. You're increasing the physical toll that stress takes on your body. Um, So it's important to have at least one day of recovery time between big, heavy workouts. You have to give your body time to recover well. Otherwise, you're doing your immune system and your body a disservice. And then the last thing, the very last one is practicing. Are you ready for this? Slightly less than good hygiene. (laughs) So it's really important to have a strong immune system. It's also important to wash your hands. However, It's not important to wash your hands 85 times a day, unless you're in healthcare and you're going back and forth between patient rooms. You want to avoid, the average person has no need for hand sanitizer. I mean, maybe if you're camping, maybe. Um, You don't even need little hand wipes, okay? So avoid all of that stuff. It's okay for your hands to be dirty. It's okay for that dirt to get on your face and in your mouth. I'm not suggesting you go outside and eat spoonfuls of dirt, uh, but Overall, germs are healthy. You're more germs than you are not germs. So it's really important to practice good hygiene. But what we consider good hygiene now is absurd, absurd. And it actually contributes to the lack of health of our immune system and of our entire human suit. So um, make sure that you're just practicing slightly less than good hygiene. 
Overall, this is really an interesting time that we live in. And I know boosting the immune system is still at the top of everyone's priority list. But I'm not even talking about the reason people think you should boost it. I'm just talking about in general living, right? So along with the things that we've talked about, those are kind of the big hitters, eating as many plants as possible, um, loading up on veggies, drinking copious amounts of fresh water, and lessening the load of your environmental toxins, which is what we'll talk about on the next Wellness Wednesday next week, Um, and making time for things that make you happy, nourishing your relationships, and making sure that you feel connected. These are all things that come together to create a robust immune system year-round, but also particularly in the summertime. Now, if you haven't heard, you can join the Root Cause Revolution membership at audreychristie.com forward slash membership. It is an amazing group, close-knit small group of women, monthly membership for $14.97 a month. There's a discount for doing the entire year at once. And inside you will find the 5R process to heal just about anything going on in your body. There's loads. This thing's been going on for three years now. So there's loads of videos, loads of assessments. We do live Q&As every month, monthly healing sessions every month, energy healing sessions every month, and a monthly uh, masterclass each and every month. Right now, you can get a month free by using code TRYME22. That's TRYME22. And you'll get a complimentary one-on-one appointment with me where we will develop a roadmap and I'll tell you exactly what masterclasses and what steps you need to go through in order to DIY your root cause revolution healing journey. That's all I have for you today, friends. I will see you next time on the Ask Friday, Ask Audrey, not Ask Friday, Ask Audrey Friday episode. As always, I am rooting for you, friend. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.